Welcome to the TV and Tea Podcast. I'm Adriana. And I'm Selena. And we are two sisters that have decided to let the internet into the conversations that we have about TV and pop culture over endless cups of tea. In our house, the reoccurring questions are, is it tea time? To which the answer is always yes. yes. And what are we watching? So pour yourself a cup and get ready to get into it. Hey guys! Hey guys! Welcome back! Welcome back to another episode of TV and Tea. Yes, yes! So excited to be here. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to record. I know, me too. Yeah, and it took us a while to get into it. Oh my gosh. It's so late at night right now, guys. Like, we were doing the most today, I feel. Yeah, it was just a lot. Um, we're a very codependent family, so when everyone comes over, we're just like, oh my god, attention, oh my god, people. Like, I just the, need the, the interaction. Yeah, I feel like I need the interaction. Yeah, we just needed to, like, have a powwow. Yeah. You know? We needed it, for sure. Yeah, so. Over here. It's late at night, we're recording. Mm-hmm. Still fun. Still fun, still fresh. Yes. Um. So, how are you feeling this week? I am feeling pretty good. I feel like although I say I'm like kind of good every week, there was a little bit of a cloud over me for like the past couple weeks. And now it seems to have finally lifted. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I'm working out. I have so much motivation to do things. Maybe because um, my semester is about to end. So like, yeah, I have a couple quotes. One of them. Give them to me. One of them being, okay, my quotes actually don't relate to what I just said, though. Something happened this week. (laughs) Hold up, what? (laughs) Okay, I'm turbulent over here. Okay. (laughs) Something happened this week, okay? So uh, I'm talking about the comment. We read all our comments on the YouTube videos. Oh. <laughs> Somebody said we were vain when we were talking about Married at First Sight. Um, yeah. What's it called? New Orleans. Orleans. The new season. Yeah. He said we were vain. And I just think he misunderstand understood who we were talking about. But like, yes, we are. I don't think we're vain, though. I think physical attraction is a, important in a relationship. And objectively, us looking into those relationships, we're just like, I don't think they're going to be attracted to each other. But whatever. Irregardless, <laughs> it made me realize that people really listen to us. And it's not just like a number on a screen. Like, oh, okay, like 10 people listen. No, this is how many people listen. They're real people. Yes, so, they are. So I have a quote this week from okay. one of Kylie's confessionals in her show. Oh my God. I know exactly what you're about to say. You know, I've just been realizing things. <laughs> this and is just the year of realizing of things. Of realizing things and realizations. Like, yeah, I've been realizing a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess it kind of relates. I realized that the dark cloud was gone because I'm like chipper and happy. Okay, so you're like feeling it. You're in a groove. Yes. Okay, that's good. Isn't it good? That's good. Yeah. yeah I'm realizing things. And okay. then the other one I wanted to share with you guys, there's two. Quote dumb. Oh my God. <laughs> um, it's from High School Musical. And it's Vanessa Hudgens talking to... I think her name is Monet in the movie. The girl that Corbin Blue dates. That's like uh, Vanessa Hudgens' friend. Okay. This one. I, I think, I don't know. 
I don't remember what her name is. Monet, Monique. I feel like it's with an M. Irregardless, Monique. Vanessa, Monique. I think maybe. I hope so. Okay. Correct us. We're so bad. We're so bad with me. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna try to do better for you guys. But <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens says, "Did you ever feel like there was a whole other person inside you, just looking for a way to come out?" And <laughs> I just. What feel are like you going through? <laughs> this relates to the um, interior design project oh we're gonna do. Oh my god! Okay, guys. <laughs> Cut the tape. We're done. Oh my gosh. I've been talking about interior design here and there. I want to redo the house, redo the backyard, build a shed. And I just feel like I have a little bit of Chip and Joanna in me. I want to like redo the house, but it's not my house to redo. And I just feel like it needs to come out. But hopefully you guys like us enough to see our renovation videos when they come. Because it's happening. Or at least mine. I don't know how a part of it Adriana is going to be. She's going to enjoy it when it's done. I'm going to enjoy it when it's done. I just, like, don't want to take on that project. Yeah, I'm going to, like... You know, like, it's it's not my my project. Like, I have... Yeah, no. I'm ready to be a new bitch and paint a fence. I think <laughs> I love that for you. Right? I love that journey for you. Isn't it fun? I think that's going to be fun and fresh yeah. for you. Okay. <laughs> I think that... I will enjoy it once it's over. Um, and, you know, good luck to you. That's what I thought you would say. <laughs> say your quote. <laughs> okay, so I have two quotes too because it's just like, you know, lots of things are happening. So, those days. The first one, okay, so they both come from the same character. It comes from the Dowager Countess um, on, on Downton Abbey, which okay. is the grandmother. The grandma, love yes. her. Okay, so the first one, she says, first electricity, now telephone. Sometimes I think I must be living in an H.G. Wells novel. And I picked that because <laughs> we just got, um, I just got the AirPod Pros. Oh, my Lord. And I'm just, like, so obsessed with them. And I know, like, I'm totally late. I never had AirPods before. And I just feel like I've joined 2020, like, the 2020 that I should be living in. Like, the, the you know, technologically advanced 2020 where you know cars fly and i have a robot to clean my house and airpods <laughs> equals cars flying <laughs> and you know headphones no longer have strings so i'm just very excited about them and i just feel like i'm living in the future okay <laughs> so that was my first quote understand and her second quote that i'm um using is don't be defeatist dear it's very middle class Ooh, <laughs> i like that so i realized like you guys must think i am just bad shit crazy at this point because again like my moods just go up and down and they're just all over the place like sensi pisces mm -hmm. um and you know just the past couple weeks i've just been like in and out of feeling like I'm in a funk, not in a funk, in a funk, like no motivation. I'm just like up and down. And I just feel like it's all in my head. Like, <laughs> you know, like it just feels like my circumstances have not changed. Like, you know, 
I'm in the house, but it's like, okay, like at this point, we're like four months in, in the house. So like, I'm used to being in the house now. So it's like, what is the problem? Like, it's not quarantine anymore. It's all in my head. And so I just feel like I'm defeating myself before mm-hmm. I like get things going in my head of the things that I want to do, but I'm just like not doing. So it's just like, you know, I'm defeating myself before I even like get going. So it's, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm just trying to like brush that off, move the, move that to the side. And, you know, I'm just trying not to be defeatist because that's yeah. very middle class. Like, you know, you know, rich people, they're just always like, life is wonderful. It's great. Like, yeah, you know, everything's on the up and up. I just have to like, I have to like put myself in that mind state that I'm just like, everything's going well. Like you still have things going on. Like, just push forward. Like, get it done. Like, do what you're doing. Nothing's going to happen overnight. And this is a little shout out to anybody else that's in a funk. It's okay to be in a funk. This isn't normal. We are not living a normal life. So, you know what? If it takes a month for you to come out of your funk, just let it. Let it pass. Yeah, and I think, like, the retrograde really got me. Like, Mm -hmm. I was, like... Oh my god everything was breaking like my computer my phone like everything was just like a mess for the past couple weeks so i just feel like i'm like like leveling off (laughs) i guess yeah it's turbulent so just crazy (laughs) it's turbulent over here and i'm starting to realize it's turbulent everywhere because i reach out to my friends and they're also like yeah i don't i don't know how i feel i don't know what's going on but then some weeks i'm good and some weeks i'm bad like that's just the life we're living at this moment okay so it's all good that's where i am okay (laughs) let's step away from the turbulence okay let's get into these shows yes this is like a very we're just gonna like talk about a little bit of everything we haven't like watched anything specific this week to discuss um but i watched a bunch of tv and so Mm -hmm. and i think you did as well i watched some tv okay um i've been struggling with tv though because the one show I really wanted to watch okay. is scary. <laughs> and I'm just like watching it alone at night in my room scared. So we're going to talk about that show a little bit. Yes. We're going to get into it. Maybe do a deep dive once I, de- once I decide to finish it. Okay. So the show we're talking about is Marcella. It's on Netflix. There's mm-hmm. three seasons. And I recommended it to her because I watched it, but I binged it over like a weekend, but I was like with somebody. So yes, it is. I'm not really like a a scary show movie person, but this is not scary. It's suspenseful and dark. It's a cop show. It's, you know, there's a serial killer that's being investigated. In the second season, there's like a child abductions happening and murders so it's like it's a very dark show Mm -hmm. and so you know the main character is like a little crazy a little on edge a little like what is she bipolar like she's just got like manic episodes that she 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 has she is experiencing these episodes and i think they're a result of trauma trauma yeah definitely um, but it was the last episode of season one for me. <laughs> like, literally, one of the last scenes of the last episode, there is a jump scare. Like, homegirl is laying in her bed, and she, like, turns around, and she sees, like, a vision of someone beside her. 
And it was that for me. After that, I was scared, and I can't watch it the same. And then, like one of the first, one of the first episodes of season two, someone like just jumps out of nowhere and attacks her. Like I don't know where the man came from. He, all of a sudden, he was there. I even watched it twice to see where he came from, and it didn't make sense. It was very scary. Um, and yeah. I guess I'm just a baby, but the show is good. No, the show is amazing. I loved it, but I also had someone to watch it with. And I watched it in the daytime. I didn't really watch it at night. Mm-hmm. So maybe that helped. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I think like, having someone to watch it with helps. Well, we'll see how that works <laughs> out. Because I, I did try to watch it with my boyfriend, but he wasn't interested. <laughs> so now I'm like alone watching this show. Yeah, he wasn't into it, but let me give you guys a little synopsis. Marcella is an investigator yeah. in the UK. I think we like, talked about this a couple episodes ago. Oh, really? A little bit. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. Completely. Well, if you guys don't remember, yeah. you don't know, you're tuning in for the first time. Marcella is an investigator in the UK. Season one, she is investigating a serial murderer. And her family becomes involved. And you see that as she's investigating this case, she keeps forgetting things. She has these moments of like waking up and she doesn't know where she is. And at first you're like, what's going on? And then it comes out that as the result of a traumatic event, let's just, I'll give you a little snippet so you guys can get into it yourselves and let us know what you think. But as a result of an event, she has these episodes where she blacks out. Sometimes she's violent. Yeah. Sometimes she just is crazy. Yeah. So all of this is happening and she's trying to keep it a secret because she doesn't want to lose her job Mm -hmm. in the police force. And how it unfolds is just so cool. And then season two is a little different. It's really, it's great writing. You know, a little bit of like, just like that British dry humor and wit. Um, but she's very smart. She's like one of those like natural born police officers. Oh, like she's, she's got natural. that like in instinct. She's got for the invest- knack. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, like it's it's a great show. It just is. It's dark. And season two is even darker than season one, to be honest. The second season is about like child murders and abductions. And it's just it's it's kind of rough. Yeah. But season three is amazing. Like season three, they flipped it on its head. She looks like in season one, season two, she's like a little dowdy, not put together. But she's like completely engulfed in her job. Season three, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but she is like a new bitch. And she is dressed. Oh, my God, Selena, you're going to die for the wardrobe. I literally was watching season three like, wait, like someone break me down Mm -hmm. these outfits. Like I need them. She looks so great in season three. But it's like it's very different in season three. I really want to make it to season three to see her as a blonde. Yeah, it's I guess we're vain. It's great. And I really I think in the trailer pictures, um, trailer pictures yeah she looks the poster the poster she looks very striking as a blonde Mm -hmm. and i want to see her like the actress that's playing um marcella is like so good like she needs an emmy like that role is intense in and she she plays crazy like oh my god she does such a good job with that show yeah such a good job 
I think she's great and I really want to make it to season three so we'll do a full recap when I get there <laughs> since you've already finished the show and then we'll we'll give you guys more okay but yeah okay so what else have you been watching so I've been watching <laughs> say yes to the dress as per do you usual see how happy she gets? <laughs> like she's I just don't get it <laughs> you guys another thing I realized is that I like to watch people's dreams come true so oh, shows cute. yeah so i love all the shows where it's just like happy and people are making their dreams a reality so i love shark tank and i'm always rooting for the people to get deals even when the business is like kind of eh. um i love say yes to the dress people having their dream wedding okay you know i like that vibe i understand the psychology of it okay yes. So, they recently came out with a COVID-19 special, which I never thought of this aspect of quarantine, but so many people's weddings, their dream weddings that they spent so so much money on, have gotten canceled. So many? Oh my gosh. And I didn't think about all of the bridal appointments that were canceled, all of the flights to New York that were canceled, because they couldn't make it to Kleinfeld to do their filming. So they decided to do a special, and I found it so cute. Everyone shared their stories. There is this one girl that she literally is marrying her high school sweetheart, and they planned this huge black tie wedding, and everything got canceled. That would kill me. So they decided to get married in their backyard instead, and Randy ended up gifting her a dress to wear in this backyard wedding and had a little virtual appointment with her. It was so cute and heartfelt. And then there was another bride that had a virtual appointment that she was one of the track runners. I think she did the hurdles um, in the Olympics for Canada. Okay. And she literally put her whole life on hold to do the 2020 Olympics. She held off on her wedding. She held off on getting her master's degree. And then, obviously, the Olympics got postponed until 2021. So now she's like, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. I'm still training and, you know, I still have my fiance, but I just feel so I don't know what to do. So they gifted her a dress as well. And her and her fiance are planning a wedding. I don't remember where he was. I think he was in another country and they were long distance at the Mm. moment too. So that was like really... That sucks. Yeah. I cried this episode, obviously. And Elaine cried as well. Really? Yeah, our mom. Oh, mommy. It was a heartfelt episode. And then the last bride that they featured in this special was a neonatal nurse that worked with COVID-positive mothers. And Haley Page great wedding dress designer that works very closely with Kleinfeld gifted her a dress okay it was so good you're about to cry (laughs) you're like literally choked up (laughs) I like to watch people's dreams come true it was just like so cute so nice look how the roles have reversed I've cried wow (laughs) look at this yeah and then there was another episode of CS to the dress where this girl that knows the girls from the morning toast was on it yes and we watched that together and it was good too yeah and she's like best friends with um the girl from dynasty i don't know her name of course Mm. liz gillies yes um so she was featured on the episode um yeah 
you know, that's not my show. That's your show. So yes, so the dress has been killing it, in my opinion. You know, <laughs> one thing I did watch with you was the 50 States special oh, that they yeah. did. The that was really cute. Okay. Um, basically they had, they picked a bride from each state to represent their state, to come to New York, get a dress for free and get married by Randy in Central Park. Super cute. So, so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And they gifted everyone a dress in that special as well. Yeah. And it was just nice and fun and fresh. And then you all know I made my way through CSU Dress UK, Ireland, India. Like, I just love it for some reason. I can't with you. <laughs> I know, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Oh, I'm show. sure. I mean, the show has been on for forever. People love it. People it's love just not show. really like my cup of tea. I know. It's okay, though. <laughs> as far as fun reality show goes, I've been watch. I've been re-watching Bethany Gets Married and mm. Bethany Ever After. Um, I saw your tweets about it. Yes. So the new streaming app, Peacock, um, I think it came out like two weeks ago. And so they have a, like a, a couple really good um, Bravo shows that are now canceled, but they're on there. So Bethany's oh. shows are all on there and that's how okay. I'm watching them. And it's completely free. And they actually have some pretty good stuff. I actually have a suggestion for us because they have a new sci-fi show on there that looks Ooh. really good. Um, it's one of their original shows and I think we should like watch it. It's one season so far, What's but it's it like called? Brave New World. Isn't that a book as well? Maybe. Yeah, it, I read a book called Brave New World in high school. It and it's about like saying, a dystopian yes. society. Oh my gosh. And they they're taking a, these pills. Yes. Okay. They made a show about that? Yes. Oh, we have to watch that. Yes. That's okay. So I thought it looked so good. It was like, I was telling mommy about it. So I want to watch that. But I like the Peacock app. Like, I just like don't know where this is going to end. Like the streaming wars, like I'm over them. Like, hmm. How many services are we really supposed to pay for? Like, it's just like it's getting out of control. They're exactly like cable. Like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, we have to have the apps to watch them on our TVs and we have to pay for all these services. It's the exact same thing. It's just like new channels. Like, why aren't they just like channels? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yes, but I feel like, like if Netflix was a channel that had like original programming coming out, it'd be like every other sh channel that we have. But you know what it is? For us, it seems like a lot because we still have cable, but a lot of people don't have cable anymore. I know, I think. So I think that. it makes sense then. If you only have Netflix and Hulu and you've exhausted all of your Netflix and Hulu options, you're going to watch the Quibi, you're going to watch the Peacock, you know, the new stuff that's coming out. Um, Somebody I know that doesn't have cable anymore is also getting HBO Max. Yeah. And I had no interest in HBO Max, but apparently to them, they're like, yeah, this is great. No, I actually do want to do get HBO Max because, well, for the new Jerry Janetti show that's coming out. Mm -hmm. I like, I'm obsessed with him. Okay, so if you don't know who Jerry Janetti is. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so he is a writer. He wrote the part of Karen for Will and Grace. And oh. he also writes for Stewie on, on, what's that show? Family Guy? Family Guy. Okay. Um... And so his Instagram is really great. He does these like, it's kind of oh, like a parody the account. George? The Prince George. Yeah. So he basically takes like paparazzi pictures of Prince George and he puts like snarky um, captions onto them. And they're just, he's just so funny. And now they're turning that 
kind of character of his Instagram of Prince George into an animated series Mm -hmm. of the royal family. And, like, George is just, like, this brash, like, ridiculously mean kind of, like, figure. But he's, like, a baby. And, but he's, like, ruling, he's the ruler of the family. But he's a little, he's, like, a complete narcissist. But, like, also... He's still a child, so it's funny kind of and like satirical. yeah, it's yeah. just so funny. So that show is coming out soon. I think okay. it comes out in the fall. So I I want to watch that. So I'm gonna be getting HBO Max. <laughs> okay, well I'll I'll see if I can get us a login. Okay, until I'm then, down. Until then, yeah, I think that's a good plan. I want to watch the show too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been watching? Okay, so I was watching Bethany. I'm loving that. And, okay, so I have to get into The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Recap me. Okay. Because I haven't watched. I said I was going to (laughs) watch. I didn't. (laughs) Okay, so since the last time we spoke, um, Kyle had a benefit event at her house, Mm -hmm. and Brandy Glanville was there. Okay. And this was the first time we were seeing her in the season, and we, as a viewer, we already know that there have been rumors and stories about Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards having a secret love affair. You know, like a, uh, an affair. You know, they were they were romantically involved. Um, so now we're seeing them for the first time interact with one each with one another, and you know everything seems you know friendly, normal. You know, Brandy was like sitting with her arm in arm. Denise and her husband were like talking to her in the kitchen. Everything seemed fine. Brandy made like an inappropriate joke saying that she wants to be in a throuple with them. Um, You know, it was like, okay, there's like insinuations, like what's going on? Um, But Brandy got wasted at the party. Denise left early and that was it. I did see a snippet of Denise um, in a confessional saying, what's a throuple? Like, what's a throuple? Yes. Girl, you know what a throuple is. Yeah. And you are deflecting from your affair. Yes, Continue. for sure. She did. She did. Okay, but the thing with Denise this season is that she's really trying to be very wholesome. And I feel like she didn't clue in. Mm. Okay, we're going to get there. I'm going to get there. She didn't clue in production. She didn't clue in production and she didn't clue in her cast members. Um, Noted. But, okay, so they had this party, and then Kyle is at her house with Teddy, and her sister Kim comes over, and she's like, I'm taking Brandy to dinner for her birthday. She's in the car, and she's like, well, why doesn't she just come in? So Brandy comes in. It was all a setup. It just, like, wasn't even slick. It was ridiculous. Brandy, Brandy comes into the house, and she is talking to Kyle and Teddy, and she's like, you know, like... I was just, it was just like so weird at your party to see everybody and to see Denise, especially. And of course, Kyle's like, what do you mean? Why was it weird to see Denise? And um, so then she's like, oh my God, I need a glass of wine. And she's like, let me tell you. So she's basically saying that her and Denise were friends. They were hanging out. Everything was cool. They were very close. And that Denise has been talking shit about all the other women on the cast to Brandy. Basically saying that, you know, Erica is an ice queen. That Teddy is um, living in her father's shadow and is basically like a wannabe. And that, you know, she doesn't like Kyle. She thinks Kyle is a bitch all these things right so 
then she's like, you know, and we were like really close, but then she like kind of like stopped talking to me. And then, you know, something happened between us and like things just got weird. And they're like, what do you mean? What happened? So she's like, well, you know, Denise was filming this movie and she invited me up to come and um, record an episode of my podcast with her and her cast. And when I got up there, like I stayed in her room with her and her kids, like it was like a cottage. And, you know, we got drunk that night and we ended up hooking up like we had sex. Adult women do these things. I guess. Okay. I feel like that's such a fun, young college, college thing. thing. <laughs> like, I hooked up with my best friend. Right. But it's not like an adult woman, I have kids and a husband thing. <laughs> I would think. So, of course, everyone's shocked and dismay. And Brandy's thing is, like, you know, I was under the impression that, like, that was cool for them in their marriage. But then afterwards, Denise oh. apparently was like, you know, let's keep this under wraps. Like, Aaron can't know about this. And now that made Brandy just so very uncomfortable because, of course, she has been cheated on in her, the past and she doesn't want to be a cheater or a homewrecker. She would never be involved with anything like this. And this is just awful that Denise has put her in this position. It was theatrics, it was the tears, it was everything. Okay. I wish I watched it. It was good. So now the women are going on their big uh, trip of the season. They're going to Rome. This is the new information that Kyle and Teddy now have. So they're like, oh my God, what do we do? Do we tell the women? Blah, 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 blah. Like she's been talking all this shit and she's... You know, she 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 fucked Brandy, basically. <laughs> so oh, that's Lord. that's what's happening. The women are like, oh, my God, I'm conflicted. M- meanwhile, they're like frothing at the mouth. They're like so excited. They have something else to pin on Denise this season. And they are just like eating this up. So excited. So. The cattiness. The right. Cattiness. Right. So. for OK, so I have a couple things to say. First of all. Brandy, if you were so uncomfortable, if you were now so uncomfortable with having sex with a married woman, whether her marriage is open or closed, you shouldn't have been having sex with a married woman. Like, you should have clarified that before you got intimate with her. I don't even think so. Like, I think that if you know someone is married, it is upon you whether or not their marriage is open or closed. If you... If you hold marriage to this level that's like so sacred, then you shouldn't even want any parts of it, even if they are in an open relationship, right? Or is that just me? Hmm. No, because I think you can be, if she thought it was okay, I understand why she did it. If she thought it was okay... But she she should have clarified. She definitely didn't do her due diligence. The way, I don't know. Okay, second thing. You know, Brandy's whole thing is like, I'm not a liar. I always tell the truth, whatever. I do think that Brandy is telling the truth. I do think they had sex, but I don't trust the way that Brandy is presenting this. And that is because everything that has transpired on social media since then. She has come out with text messages of her conversations with Denise that have confirmed everything that she has said, except for the fact that Aaron did not know. She never said in the text message, like, 
Aaron doesn't know. You need to keep this a secret. She was just like, she, the the text messages are, yeah, come to the hotel. You can sleep in our room, da, 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 da. And then after that, the next couple text messages are, I don't understand what's going on with the ladies. They're telling me all this shit that apparently I said to you. And I think they're trying to pin this on us and they're trying to use as scapegoats for the season. Like, let's clarify, like, what was said and, like, what's going on. Okay. But it doesn't make, like, Denise is really talking. To me, it seems like she's like, I don't really know what you're telling them and I just want to be on the same page with you as my friend. Not that I'm trying to cover this up and mm-hmm. you need to keep my secret and whatever, uh, whatever. I see so I vibes. think that Brandy is twisting this because she is an attention whore and she wants to get back on the show. I'm not a fan of Brandy Glanville. I will not make any apologies for that. I don't think she needs to be back on the show, but I do think she is using this opportunity to get back on the show. And here I was saying that the Beverly Hills Housewives were boring. No, they're definitely a little boring. Because this is like... This, okay, we're going to This is the most interesting thing to happen, is what you're trying to say. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay, so now that's how I feel about the Brandy aspect of this situation. Now let's get to the other women. They're in Rome. They're on this vacation. They're sitting down at dinner. They're like two days in. And... Teddy's like, you know what, Denise, I really need to get this off my chest. You know, I've been told that you have been saying this, this and this, this and this about me, about this one, about this one. And she's like, what are you talking about? I never said that. I never said those things. Who said that? Who told you that? Brandy told me all these things. And she's like, what? I never said any of those things to Brandy, whatever. Like, that's an outright lie. Never happened. And she's like, you know, she's saying a lot of things about you and da 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 da. And I'm, I just, I don't want to put it out there, but you know, it's out there and you need to come clean. You need to come clean. And she's like, come clean about what? So she's like, well, Brandy is telling people that you guys had sex. And she's like, what? No, like that is a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. And then she goes, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Basically, she's basic, like, basically, she's trying to, prohibit the producers from being able to use the footage by saying the, the name of the network. Oh, that's what they were talking about, how she broke the the fourth wall. The fourth wall. And this is the second time we've seen her on camera this season do that. She did that at a previous dinner earlier in the season, and they kind of cut it out. But this time, they left that shit in. So she's like, this is not true, whatever, whatever. So... In that moment, everyone is like, oh, my God, Like, is this what's what's the tea? Like, this is what's going on. And she's like, this is not true. You guys cannot talk about this. Like, we're not having this conversation. Like, she's trying to shut it down in this moment. So now I do think Denise is lying because I do think they had sex. And I just we think we should say hooked up. Hooked up. For YouTube. I think they, that she is now put in a position where she's having to defend it or make some sort of like, not apologies for it, but she's trying, she's, she's having to justify it. And so she is like, no, 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 no. She's just saying none of this is true. Everything is a lie. And that's just not the way to go. Like you have at some point you're going to have to come clean about something. Cause I do think the things that she said about the other women are spot on. Like 
Erica is an ice queen, and I can see her saying that. She does not like Kyle. She said that earlier this season to some of the other ladies. We know that. And Teddy is like a wannabe and she is living in her dad's shadow and trying to be relevant. Like these are all things that the fans that of the show say. So I don't see like where that could be wrong. I could understand not wanting to admit that to their faces, but I think that Denise is just trying to cover up everything. And so she's just on a none of this is true. And that's just it's not the way to go because now she looks super guilty of everything the thing is that this is so this is so like so then people this is like a little high school moment so then Sutton Sutton had a defining moment at this dinner she goes wait so you know Teddy is upset uh Kyle is jumping in on it. Lisa is ganging up on her. They're like, have you said these things? Is this true? Did this happen? Like, you need to tell us the truth. And Sutton's like, Sutton what? Sutton was the new one that wore the bad Dolce dress, yes. right? Okay. Um, Sutton's like, well, what are you actually mad about? Like, are you mad that she said these things about us? Or are you mad that she, she hooked up with Brandy? Like, and really, why are you even bringing that up? That's none of your business. Mm, that's that was those are my exact thoughts. Like, why was the hookup brought up as well as the trash talking? Right. It should have been just the, the trash, trash talking. talking. Why is the hookup thing? And then in her confessional, she says, I heard about this months ago at dinner. And I just, you know, it's one of those things that you hear around town and you just move on. Which makes me believe that all of the women knew about this, heard about this, and was like, we're going to try to throw this on her somehow throughout the season. And this was all concocted. Mm. Now, because Sutton is right, it's no one's business. If they hooked up, like, what does that do for anybody else? Like, I'm sure her husband at this point knows about it, or if she didn't know about it, that's something for her to clean up. With that's him. nothing that's that business. has nothing to do with her with any of the women there, especially because Brandy is not on the show. Though there's no weirdness of like interaction with Brandy because she's not she's not filming. She's not on that's the show. Really shysty, actually. Right. So they're so. To me, it's like, this is just blatant, like, you're just finding something to gang up on her for. And to make the show a little juicier, because... Obviously, this is interesting. The trash talking, expected. Her hooking up with a former cast member, not Not expected. expected. So... I get what Bravo's trying to do, shysty. But it's shysty. Yeah. And so now, you know, that's where the conversation and have has ended on their part. But I just think, hmm, like something's amiss. And then I was like doing some digging on, on Twitter last night. And it seems from picture timeline to put together, Brandy uploaded a photo in the outfit that she was wearing to tell Kyle and Teddy about all of this at her house. Mm-hmm. She posted it on a date that would have happened after they came back from Rome. Meaning that if the po- the picture was posted on the night that it was taken, that she went to Kyle's house after they came back from Rome, which means that they had to fit that in production-wise. Like, they basically filmed that scene 
after all of this confrontation has taken place to give the 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 show context mm. but it was all a setup and no because the women did. already knew from before production started that this was gonna that they were gonna roll this out at some point and no wonder she was so dramatic about, about it. it it was an act because she knew they already knew exactly Shiesty. i see i see what's, you see happening. what's happening this is a little bit of tv and tea together right. because so you know they've already filmed the reunion it's going to be virtual which i'm so upset about I'm um here for it. so upset um i think they need to start doing people together again just like get them a 24-hour covid test so new york the Real Housewives of New York is also in season right now, and they are going to film their reunion in person in two weeks in New York. Yeah. But that I think it's only because Andy also lives in New York, so they can actually meet together. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't think Andy's going to leave New York to go to California oh, to film. Maybe that's it then. And they're, like, two weeks behind in production mm-hmm. as far as, like, Beverly Hills is, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening on Beverly Hills. I'm gonna, I'm interested to see how the rest of this plays out, like, on the trip and for the rest of the season, because I really hope what's gonna come of this is Denise shows up, well, Lisa Rana tweeted, like, the, re- the, the reunion was, was bullshit, like, Denise basically gave Bravo, like, a cease and desist, told them that they can't talk about this, and Lisa was like, you know, basically the cease and desist works and, you know, we couldn't talk about it kind of thing. But I hope that there is, I hope that there is a moment that Denise is like, you tried to scapegoat me for drama because none of you bitches have anything going on. And, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I hope that's what happens because in this fight, like, I'm team Denise. Which I wouldn't have said. In the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, Denise is done. Like, she is messy. This is going to be this is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Now seeing it play now. Mm-mm. Ladies. Mm-mm. 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 The shystiness. Shysty. The shystiness is real. And I just I want to know, like, you guys were all very cool with her. Like, what happened that that the tides have turned? Like, why is she the target this season? My theory they see all the housewives ratings going down. They see New York struggling, so they need to up their ante. People already say Beverly Hills is boring, so yeah. they needed something. These girls are calculated. Very calculated. And Kyle, like, we thought Lisa Vanderpump played games. Kyle is, like, moving the pieces. She is jumping in. She is being aggressive. She has been mean all season to all the women like i don't know i'm looking at kyle with a super side eye and she is literally one of my favorite housewives of all the franchises and i'm just like kyle i love kyle Kyle and do it for me and this year i'm like kyle baby what is going on like oh no this is what you're doing like this is how you are oh no 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 honey i'm not here for it i'm but i'm living like i'm living but i'm just mm. Mm-mm. My favorite Beverly Hills housewife was Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, for and, all day. And she gone. So, you know, I'm no longer that interested in Beverly Hills. Yeah. But, I mean, the trip, they're in Rome and they all look fabulous. Like, okay. the glam, the outfits the glam. are amazing. 
um might yeah, go back and watch this for the but it's been very scene. interesting to see it play out on like on social media and on the show because brandy is just tweeting up a storm and then she's like oh you guys are gonna see the truth will come out it's like what truth like who cares if you guys ha- hooked up like no one cares literally no one bye bye brandy <laughs> we're not here for you team denise and all you housewives stands chime in yeah Tell me what you think. I'm like, curious. what side are you on? If you watch Housewives and you're in, as into this as I am, mm-hmm. what side are you on? How do you feel? Like, tell, like, what's up? Yeah, very curious. Yes. Okay. What so, else do we have? I mean, I watched another show this week on Netflix called White Lines. The way she described the show, to, before she gets into this, the way she described the show to me was that it wasn't that good. So if something's not that good, why would you want me to watch it? I haven't watched it. Okay, so I watched it over the weekend. I just like binged it. And it was 10 episodes. It's on Netflix. It's about a girl whose brother disappeared 20 years ago. And now the body has has been found. And he's obviously dead. And she goes to... Okay, he, he disappeared in Ibiza. And so she goes to Ibiza to go. <laughs> the way you're saying Ibiza. Well, that's how they say it on the show. I know. That's the American say. I know. Ibiza. Um, but in the UK, they say Ibiza. Ibiza. So um, she goes to Ibiza to, to find out the truth of what's happening, of what happened to her brother 20 years ago. She goes to basically investigate, you know, what happened. And, you know, she reconnects with all of his old friends that he moved there with 20 years ago. And, you know, a very prominent family on the island that um, that was entangled with him. And so, you know, she's on this like whole journey of like learning about herself, learning about her brother, finding out the truth and, you know, all these things. It sounds interesting. It sounds first, interesting. First here, first glance. But it was 10 episodes and it needed to be six. Mm. So to me, like... I'm weird about shows that are just like too lengthy and like too much fluff. And there was times where I was just like on my phone scrolling, like what's going on? I'm not paying attention. It's it's done by the guy that did um, Money Heist. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah. Um, And then they go back and forth with like English and Spanish. So you have to read t- subtitles sometimes. And so I was just kind of like. Uh, like, you know, it was, it was good, but it wasn't like amazing. And I wasn't like hooked the whole time. At one point, like after three episodes, I was like, I'm not like loving this, but I just like kept going. You said the same thing about Money Heist though. And I love Money Heist. No, but I watched Money Heist in the wrong situation. Like there was family. It was, I was in the living room. It was just, it was a mess. I wasn't paying attention. Um, but yeah. So it was okay. If you have nothing else to watch and you want something like fun and fresh, like sure. Is that really the fun and fresh watch we're it's suggesting not a, to the people? It's not a fun and fresh watch. I don't know. Watch the trailer and just know that I said it's okay. Take with that. Do with that as you wish. And <laughs> I've decided not to watch it. I'm going to try to make my way through scary ass Marcella because I know that it's good. <laughs> Okay, so it is tea time. Tea time. (laughs) What do you have for us this week? Oh my god, I feel like I'm talking so much. Okay, so 
uh, Sierra gave birth to um, her baby, her second, her third child on Saturday. And his name is Wynn Harrison Wilson. Um, and he's so cute. Have, did you see the picture? I did not see. Oh my the, god, he's I so think precious. I saw a photo, but it's escaping my mind right now. Win Harrison Wilson. I like the name like as a whole, but I don't like Win on its own. I like because Wynn. they spelt it W I N. I was about to say that I like the name Win for Basic. a little boy, kind of cute, but they should have spelled it W Y N N, like the hotel in Vegas. Yes, Wynn. like. Yeah, it's just win on its own is just so basic. And like That sounds um, like a future name. Her what's her husband's name? Um Russell. 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 Um he like put up a post and he was like, We're winning. And I just feel like they're gonna be making that joke for the rest of his life. And I'm like, I'm sick of it already. That sounds like a future name. It sounds like Future would name his child Win, not Russell and Sierra. Right. Yeah. I I like Win. Didn't like the spelling, but irregardless, congratulations to them. Congrats. So cute. I love that little like family. Little okay, other baby news. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner uh gave birth to their baby girl, Willa. Willa's cute. Willa's so cute. Congratulations to them. I was going to say it felt like the pregnancy was short, but I have to remember that people announce their pregnancies when they're like four months in. I think she announced it like when she was like six months in because I feel like she just announced that and she already gave birth. And the baby's already here. Right. Yeah. Congratulations to them as well. In other news, my tea is that Michelle Maroney, Michael, Michelle... (laughs) The guy from 365 D&I, which mm-hmm. has now been changed to 365 Days, Days. on Netflix. I saw that. I liked the D&I. It was different, but regardless, been saying regardless a lot. <laughs> he came out with a music video for one of his songs called Hard For Me. And I didn't realize this before, but he actually did a lot of the music for the movie soundtrack i saw that so i watched the video on youtube today and i saw that it was like this song for 365 days this song for 365 days i was like oh interesting and i'm here for the song it reminds it was giving me enrique iglesias vibes oh my gosh i was literally (laughs) gonna say that he reminds me of enrique iglesias yes because the raspiness of his voice voice. the deepness the little accent that he has when he says his words he sounds exactly like enrique and i liked the music video opening scene he looks like he's naked which is like a little tie into 365 days but then you see he's not he indeed does have on pants and it was cute he's just even like the way the music video was like he was like singing in the rain and in the shower and he was like talking to the girl and they were fighting it was very enrique iglesias like would you dance <laughs> like it was giving me that. I'm gonna go listen to Enrique after this. Oh, and I'm also gonna get um Michelle Maroney's whole album. I'm gonna download it. I'm gonna see yeah. what's good. Okay. Because I do like him. 
And okay, so <laughs> we like it because we like him. I sent it to somebody else and they were like, I was expecting more. <laughs> and isn't that like the bar is a little bit low because we just like him already? I mean, he's hot. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, of course. Like, he's just so he's, attractive. He's so attractive. And his voice is, is nice. Like, yeah. I love a deep, raspy voice on anyone really but especially a man and like what's not to like like the bar can be so low for all these girls out here why can't the bar be where it is for him (laughs) i always use her as an example and i love her okay you guys she is a beautiful lovely girl i think (laughs) she's a lovely girl i'm sure i'm sure she's a lovely person i like her music a lot i have all her music downloaded but dua lipa gives us nothing exactly she shows up and she gives you nothing so if we can like do a leap, we can like Michelle Maroney. I have to agree. Like I thought it was good. Yeah, it was cute. In other music news, I've been listening to Taylor Swift's new album. Oh, the folk album. Folklore. It mm-hmm. came out last Friday, and I was like, I tried to listen to it the first day it came out, but I was like, it was like, too, it's very slow. Like the whole album is all like slow guitar piano kind of music. Mm-hmm. But I've been listening to it consistently over the week and I like I I really like it. Like I think a lot of the songs are really great. Um the writing is just like amazing, but it's like very slow. And that's how I like Taylor. Like I'm not uh I don't like Taylor when she's like happy. I like her when she's a little <laughs> sad. Um I don't know. I just think her music is better like you know, her last two albums I wasn't into, but it was like more like upbeat, poppy. Like I like her when you she's like country or like kind of emo, you know, like my favorite album of hers is 1989 and Red. Like okay. amazing. You don't like a look what you made me do. No. You like a. Hmm. I like a Wildest Dreams. Oh, I love Wildest Dreams. You know. One song I want you to listen to, though, from her last album, Reputation is uh, what's the name of this song um <laughs> okay so let me tell you the favorites yeah. off of this one okay so All i like the one exile cardigan the last great american dynasty illicit affairs and betty exile is featuring bon bonnie bear bonnie bear is that that's how you say his name and it's so good oh my god that song is freaking amazing call it what you want Call it what you want. Call okay. it what you want. That song is beautiful, amazing. It's the best song on Reputation, in my opinion, because Reputation was like an eh album. Okay, I'll 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 look that up. But yeah, yeah. I th- I'm I'm enjoying the album. I think it's good. If you're into her vibe and you're into like that slow kind of like alternative emo ishy music, great. Exile is okay. so good. Oh my god. Maybe I'll listen to it in the shower on a nice, Yes, you know, it's very, like, put on a robe, light a candle, take a bath kind of music. Okay, I see the vibes. You see the vibes. Mm -hmm. I know you don't like to talk about them, but I have a Kim and Kanye update. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do it. You're like, you're not going to like this, but... um, (laughs) 
Kim and Kanye had a meeting <laughs> in Wyoming. Uh-huh. That's where they have the ranch. Wyoming. <laughs> we said every other state other than that. Forgot about them. Didn't realize they even existed anyways. Sorry, Wyoming people. Mm-hmm. They met up. Mm-hmm. Photos of them came out in a car. I saw that. And Kim was crying. Kim was doing the ugly cry. Mm-hmm. Which means that... It, it was real. A very, yeah, it must have been a very heated conversation. And then she went back to LA alone on a private plane. So speculation is that their relationship is continuing to deteriorate. Um, although he did issue an apology on Twitter for the rant and everything he was Yeah, he apologized her. to her. Yeah. Which I thought was a good move. He did owe her an apology because I'm for sorry. Sure. If you called my mother Chris Jong-un, we would have to fight. Like, physical fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. You're not going to embarrass me like that. He he put her out when she never puts him out. Yeah. It's, it's Baby? sad to see. Yeah. Very sad. Um, so, yeah, that was their little update. People are wondering if a divorce is coming, if, you know, this is going to continue. Um, and then also, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin are doing a road trip and they visited Kanye. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Weird, right? That is weird. Yeah, but I think everyone's trying to visit him and uh, keep him company during this hard time. And I like that. I like to see celebrities supporting other celebrities because I feel like Kanye needs it right now. He's a little crazy, but, you know. Okay. He's going through it. He is going through Don't it. Don't be sensitive towards him. That's just, This is true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in other news, um, okay, so just like really quick. P Valley, what we mm-hmm. talked about last week, it's been renewed for the second season. Hey. Um, so that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Guys, Riviera is coming to Amazon Prime on August 1st. That is today. <laughs> season one is dropping on Amazon Prime. So now you have absolutely no excuse but to watch one of my favorite shows on TV. And now we have absolutely no excuse to not watch season two. Season two is not coming out yet. It's wow. only season one. But I think like in a in a couple months, they'll roll out season two. But Why get into it. To me? I thought we were going to start watching that right now. I know. But it's I'm going to I re, I've been dying to rewatch season one. So Riviera's is is out. It's here. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm super excited about that. Exciting news. Yes. OK. And then another TV news. Beyonce Black is King, her new movie is out today, her visual album. It's on Disney Plus. Super excited. Gotta watch that over the weekend. Like we all watch, hail the queen. Yeah, we need to watch that and Hamilton. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Netflix. Oh my god, super exciting. They just got a slate of all um black sitcoms from like the early 2000s they have picked up sister sister moesha girlfriends the game one-on-one and half and half and the parkers okay i'm so excited the first to launch is going to be moesha today and then the rest of the shows will be um rolled out over the next couple months which i'm super excited for Oh my god, I've been dying to rewatch Girlfriends. You're a little young for these shows. I don't know if you would have watched them. I remember seeing them on rerun, syndicated on yeah. BT. Yeah. So 
I I know they're all good. Oh my god, and half and half. That used to be like, oh my god. You used to love that show. You talk about that show a lot. All the time. I'm so excited for this slate of shows to come on Netflix. Like finally. I'm gonna watch Sister Sister again because I'm not too young for that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, do you have any more tea? No, that was it. That's it? Okay, yeah. I think that's it also. like. Oh. Are we going to talk about the Emmy nominations? Oh, duh. That's yeah. what I, that's my that last story. Thing, but I was going to let you have that. I think okay. you had the... The Emmy info. nominations are out, and, you know, there are record nominations for Black Creators, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw Netflix had a lot of nominations. Netflix has over 160 nominations. Yeah. Um, Watchmen on HBO got 26 nominations. Did you like it? I remember you saying you were, like, iffy about it. No, I did not like it. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm going to watch it with um, my boyfriend, and okay, so I'll let y'all know. Watchmen, and this is an unpopular opinion, I know, because everyone and their mother is like, this was the best show of the year, I loved it. So when I watched it, I was super excited, but, like, for me, there was just too much going on. Like, Mm. there was the superhero aspect, there was the white supremacy aspect, there was the investigation aspect. It was was just, like, too much, and I don't know if it was, like, the comic book aspect of it that I just didn't know or didn't have the context for. I just was, like, not feeling it. I thought Regina King, like, I thought the actors all did really great. Like, Jeremy Irons was amazing. Regina King was amazing. But I just didn't like it. Okay. Um, okay. So let's go through some of the nominations, like, the big categories. Outstanding Drama Series, Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Makes sense. I think The oh, Crown or Killing Eve should win. Yeah, let's pick. <laughs> I mean, I loved Stranger Things season three. Um, and then the Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale was hard to watch. I'm sorry. That show, I know it's like so dramatic, but like you're torturing women. You should not be winning anything. Like, stop. No, but I feel like mm. I, I understand why they do it. Mm. Because it's... I don't like it. This season was also a bit more empowering. Like, you see her... I can't get into it. Her own. What's her name? June. It's, it's good. Okay. Outstanding comedy series. Kirby Enthusiasm. Dead to Me. The Good Place. Insecure. The Kreminsky Method. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Schitt's Creek. And What We Do in the Shadows. I loved Dead to Me. I love Schitt's Creek. Yes. But I also know that everyone loves Insecure. Yes. Okay, so I think Shit's Creek should win this category just because this is where their final season and I think they should go out on top. But if, I mean, this is like a really great, great, like, roundup. Like, I don't watch Curb, but I've heard it's like the funniest show on TV. Dead to Me is amazing. I love The Good Place. It's so funny. Insecure is very good. I don't really watch it, but... It, I did. It's good. Mm-hmm. And I love the Kreminsky Method and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, Kreminsky you Method. You watch all of this? <laughs> yes. You are such a comedy show person. I cannot get into, like, a lot of comedy shows. You know what's weird? Like, I have very, like, Kreminsky Method. It's, like, it's Michael Douglas. He's older. It's, like, all these older characters. So it's not even, like, it's so funny and I love it. But it's, like, I watched it because it was old people. And, you know, I love old people. <laughs> We both love the old people. But it's so good. Like, Mm. oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. That's actually a really 
difficult category. Mm. It's going to be, I think, between... Marvelous Miss Maisel is really good as well. Oof. I really hope Shit's Creek gets it, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding limited series, Little Fires Everywhere, Miss America, Watchmen, Orthodox, and Unbelievable. So I've seen Unbelievable and Little Fires Everywhere. I loved Little Fires Everywhere. Emmy-worthy? Yeah. Yeah, right? I think Watchmen is going to get it. Watchmen is going to win everything they're in. I feel, uh, yeah. Um, What's... Okay, outstanding lead actress in a drama series: Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show; Olivia Coleman, The Crown; Jodie Comer, Killing Eve; Laura Linney, Ozark; Sandra Oh, Killing Eve; and Zendaya for Euphoria. Oh, is this the only category Euphoria was nominated? Mm, I don't know. No, I think they got a couple. Okay, I loved Euphoria, so I Zendaya is my pick. I didn't watch it, but I think. Uh, Jodie Comer killing Eve. There is just nothing better. You watch all of these shows. <laughs> is my thing. I I've heard Killing Eve is so good. You've it's told me it's so good. good. I haven't been able to get into it. I like clearly I have very good taste because I watch all the oh Emmy, Emmy nominated she things. Watches all of these shows, and I'm just like, hmm. not calling my attention. Okay. Um, outstanding lead actor in a drama series, Jason, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Steve Carell, The Morning Show, Brian Cox, Succession, Billy Porter from Pose, and Jeremy Strong from Succession. Okay. I don't know. Succession is supposed to be good. That's one show I'm actually interested in watching. Me too. Um, I don't know. I have, I don't watch This Is Us. I guess, give it to Billy Porter. From Pose. I love Pose. Pose is so good. If you don't watch it, you need to watch it. I don't watch it. There was a little there was a little uh pose drama though, because Billy Porter is the only actor from the show that was nominated. And, you know, a lot of the criticism of that is, you know, that is a show that is based around the lives of trans women, and none of the trans women that are on the show that are the lead characters are being nominated for their roles, even though they're doing like breathtaking like amazing work like every single episode of last season i cried like they were so good so you know and the man was nominated and like the cisgender you know man is the one being nominated for his work as an actor on the show that's about the lives of trans women so there was like a little bit of you know a controversy yeah and so he actually like had to like write something on on instagram and was like you know i've been in the business for forever i am now over 50 years old getting recognition and you know sometimes you just have to wait and people were not happy about that (laughs) these award shows are questionable not everyone can win no not everyone's gonna win and they definitely don't pay attention to some of the things they should be paying attention to let's talk about the oscars leonardo dicaprio has won oscar right and look at his body of work and look at the amazing things he's put out right so, you know i think people hold these award shows to a little bit too high of a standard if you don't win if you don't get nominated boohoo yeah hmm not everyone can get it. We're not a participation trophy society. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. 
Um, I guess the last category is that was outstanding lead actor. Wow, I totally lost where I was. Comedy. Oh, that was drama. Okay. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy is Anthony Anderson Blackish, Don Cheadle Black Monday, Ted Danson, The Good Place, Michael Douglas Kreminski Method, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, and Rami Youssef and Rami. I don't really watch as enough of those shows, but I'm gonna say Eugene Levy because I think Schitt's Creek should sweep. I think Catherine O'Hara should win for Outstanding Lean Actress in a Comedy Series for Six for Schitt's Creek as well. Like Moira Rose is the greatest TV character on right now. Like I'm sorry, she needs to win something. She's never won the the Emmy for that role, and she needs that. Okay, so then I'm rooting for her <laughs> because I do like Schitt's Creek. It's not my type of show, but it's so I good. like I like it. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Carrie Washington was also um, nominated. nominated for, like, Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series. Carrie Washington, Little Fires Everywhere, Octavia Spencer, Self Made, um, Kate Blanchett, Miss America, Regina Kitten, Washman, and Shira Haas from Orthodox, Unorthodox. Okay. These we'll nominations see. aren't calling me this year. These shows are not calling me. Oh, my God. I watched, like, all of them. <laughs> We'll see. I'm going to watch Succession. I'm going to watch Watchmen. And let That's us know hilarious. who your picks are. I really watch way too much TV. This is what this is saying. I think so. Because there's <laughs> some other categories where I haven't even mentioned some of the shows. And I'm like, oh, I watched that. I watched that. I watched that. You just watch a lot. I just love a good series. Like, I love to, like, sink my teeth in a series. I'm not a movie person. Like, I've missed so many movies. Like, I haven't watched a new movie in, like, forever. But all the shows I watch. Hmm. Noted. For the TV and T podcast, and Selena's here, like, I don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here, like, mm, yeah. But whatever. Okay, thanks guys for listening. Have a happy Friday and a great weekend. Please go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TVNT Podcast. You can also follow our personal social medias. We're tagged on everything. And thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and give us a rating and subscribe to where you are listening to us, either on YouTube or podcasts. And leave us a comment, only if it's nice. You know the drill. Peace out. Bye, guys. Bye.